Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Where the Rubber Hits the Road. Join Chris and Heidi each week as they talk smack and bring a little reality to Akron politics. What they got right and what they got wrong. All right, guys, welcome to episode four of Where the Rubber Hits the Road. This is Heidi. And it's Chris. We're here coming to you talking about some politics and some primary results. Yeah, this is the ex election redux. <laughs> redux, yeah. Right, <laughs> Oh, brother. <laughs> all right, man. All right. What we got? What we got? All right. So, some interesting things that I noticed because if you go to uh, the Summit County Board of Elections, you can actually. Uh, check out some statistics and one of the interesting things is it talks about how many registered voters were in the uh, the area and how many ballots were cast and they actually break it down to democratic and republican and nonpartisan and one of the things I found was interesting that total registered voters 229,000 wow I'm assuming that's for all of Summit County I guess how many people are in Summit County I I mean, Akron, I think roughly has a population of 100,000. So that's got to be countywide. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Democratic voters are about 13,000. 4,000 are Republican. Wow. We're only accounted for 17,000 out of 200 and some odd thousand. Yeah. 4,000 that are actually willing to stand up and say, yo, I'm a Republican. The rest are under nonpartisan. At 105, so you're gone. Yeah, it was interesting. You <laughs> see that thing I sent you to that there was a radical reduction in how many people voted this time? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, Bacon Journal reported, I believe, a 26% reduction in voters for this election. And I have to wonder if it's because they moved the primary from September to, to May. That's exactly what I was. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, let's 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 get into the the the, the how the election but, So let's talk about city of Akron mayor candidates. Uh, we had yeah. Dan Horgan and Greg Harrison this time around. What did we get? Well, you know what, Horgan ran away with it. We knew he was going to. I didn't think there was any ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, Greg, yeah, Baptist, kind of a, a dark horse there, and we just there wasn't. I, I really don't think there was enough known about him, and and Horgan just had the advantage having been there for four years already. Yep. Absolutely. So we so, can signs in November. I, I hate. I'm, I'm going to call it on this one. I'm going to say Horan because I probably got it in the bag already. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, from here to September, how Josh Shines uh, runs his campaign. And absolutely, I'd like to see him step it up and at least give himself a good showing. That would be nice to see. You know, at least you know some semblance of a of a decent fight. That would be exciting. Oh yeah. Well. Beside the fact that we need some real good candidates that are actually Republicans, you know, on the other side of the house, standing up and, uh, you know, getting some limelight, that would be great. It would, you know, I mean, I keep seeing everywhere when you look online, people talking and there are people screaming that, yeah, we need balance, but they're, they continue to elect the same nonsense over and over. It's like, put your money where your mouth is and get some balance and elect it in. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we'll, instead we'll of... Instead of electing the same three Democrats or the same four Democrats every single flipping time, why don't we try somebody else? Yeah, you know, God forbid, you know, a Republican might actually have some ideas that, you know, work. That would be so intriguing. <laughs> yeah. you, 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 you sure about that? 
I'm so tired of hearing people complaining. They won't do anything to make any kind of change to, to, to fix the things they're complaining about. It just kills me. Yep. I know. Same, I feel yeah. the same way. And it's like yeah. you get online. It's like, you know, well, I heard a gunshot. Well, did you call the cops? You know, it's no. like, you know, did you do anything to help the situation? No. Well, well then shut up. Sit down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Stop, stop going to the to Facebook to be your, your source of, of information. You know, call the police. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. But regardless. Mm. Anyways. So <laughs> moving on. City council. Yeah, any shockers there? You know, on the council at large, actually, I think there. Were, I mean, we we pretty much had it. Um, you know, the, we, out of the the Democrats, we wound up uh, for winners being Fusco, Amobian, and Baylor. Um, the mayor's thing had been the the, the holy trio there of Fusco, Baylor, and Keith. Uh, poor Marilyn Keith not only gave up her seat in Ward Eight to run as mm-hmm. councilor, she lost too, so she's out of a job. Period. Yeah, that's sad. I really liked her. I thought yeah, you know, yeah. thought she yeah. really cared about the city Absolutely. so that's sad yeah meanwhile you know we are back with fusco amobian and they ba- and baylor ginger baylor who was uh who was she she was with the board of education she's a board of education member so i don't know if this will be filling both that position and no nice way to double dip on taxpayer money isn't it yeah that's a fabulous way to go hey but any chance you can to double dip let's double dip baby absolutely and i need to say this before we even move on because i mean i I think i have complained about this before i was at the polls tuesday night wandering around and i'll tell you what um linda mobian had paid people out over at east high school um (laughs) begging begging the vote and i'll tell you what linda mobian i seriously hope you were listening to me we we seriously do not need your paid people here in Ward Ten begging your your agenda because it yep. wasn't really wanted or appreciated. Just saying. Well, it's like where where are your volunteers? Yeah, like you got to yeah. pay people to come out. I mean, I don't know, man. I I just think that you know that's like paying somebody. That's like paying somebody to uh, fix your grades so you can get to college. Oops, did Absolutely. I say that? <laughs> what's, what's, what's your agenda? Um, you got the the smoking age moved to twenty one. Ooh, congratulations! That's not going to really fix anything. But boy, that's a really great feel good measure that cost a lot of time, money, and studies, didn't it? Yeah, sure did. Oh my god. Anyway, so yeah, rant over. I'm seriously annoyed by that. Oh uh, yeah, and I think that it's because it it did nothing. You're absolutely right. And what did it do? What did it do? Like, literally, what was it going to do? Is it going to fix our roads? No. Is it going to fix our our, uh, business? Getting more business in? No. Is it going to get rid of, is it going to deter crime? No. Then what was the point of that? what it does though but it jerks the heartstrings of every you know mother and and parent out there of it will save my poor precious darling i have news for you <laughs> as I they're vaping smoking. next i started smoking when i was 11 years old i am almost 50 now i've been a non-smoker for seven years but i'll tell you what when i started smoking i wasn't going down to dairy mart or lawson's buying cigarettes no one you wouldn't give weren't? it a- right well i stole them from my parents like every other oh. self-respecting kid <laughs> Which is what they're still doing. Give me a break. Yeah, this law, their 21-year-old, does nothing. It's a feel-good, senseless law that, like, look what the great social reform I did, but it really makes zero difference. And so, it's, it's social reform for what? Yeah, if it's social, it, social reform. Right? She and I got into a huge row at a ward meeting about it. I have like zero use for her. So, you know, you take it as you will, Linda. Sorry, your, your little thing there was useless and stupid. Yeah. It was a waste of time. Let's yeah, get something. Let's... That actually makes a difference. That would be let's so. Be different. Be new. Come up with something that actually fixes something here in town. I would or really. Real, or just be realistic about yeah. things. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, I'm done with my rant. I'm just. <laughs> Are you sure? Do you feel? No, I'm okay? not. I will be. You know, you still okay? about this long after. But you know, anyhow. <laughs> gotcha. Alrighty. 
Well, listen, so let's move on to Ward 1. We had Rich Swirsky. We all kind of knew that was going to go down the way that was. I was no surprise. Yeah, Rich and uh, Brenda Costarello will be the Republican. She's a first-time candidate. That's going to be uh, what's coming up here in November. So, you know, good luck to both of them. I do. I have, the, I, every time I look at this, I'm like, yeah, the incumbent's just going to take it. I don't even know. But I, I have <laughs> right. Brenda has a chance. So, Brenda. It, may, it really I makes. I hope you do well. It makes me feel it makes me feel sad because I look at all these numbers and they're just so tragic. I mean, they're terrible, like a hundred votes here in comparison to like, you know, six thousand there. And it's just like, wow, like what happened? Yeah. First and foremost, these folks need to market themselves better. Yeah. Did you see I mean, I saw no signs for Brenda Costarello anywhere in town. Half the people on this list that ran, I saw no signs. I don't know what their platform was. They yep. had no live yep. press. They had no statements, nothing. Dude, I wonder, them, listen. They might have a better chance. Dude, I wonder if the Republican, do we have like a Republican office or something? Like maybe somebody should go down there and say, hey, there are some Republicans in Akron. Do you think maybe you could toss them some money? Yeah, actually, yes, we actually do have a Republican office. It's down in Merriman Valley, um, real close to that, um, where the Valley, Valley's Fitness is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I went down there actually, and I, I I'm laughing to admit this. I went down there to go pick up my my Trump signs for my front yard, and I <laughs> who out there likes it or not. Yes, I voted for Trump, and I had signs in my yard. So there we go. But we went down there. There was one single sad little dude down there handing out signs and begging us to take other signs for other candidates. Republican Party here in Summit County, get off your duff and do something right. That's I'm shocked by that. Like I almost want to go down there and help yeah. them or something. They need to support their candidates. It's it's absolutely disgraceful. And it's why. I mean, it's almost like they have just thrown up their hands and given up. Now, I'll tell you what. They have a really great online presence because the Republican Party in Summit County is posting constantly on Facebook. And they're good posts. They're good quality ones. But if they gave their candidates half that much support, they might have a fighting chance. And see, that would be that would be really good. And, you know, I think that we maybe there should be maybe we should go down it. Maybe we should we should have a, we should do a whole podcast down there that's what i think heidi now that is a killer idea yeah Chris. i think i think that's <laughs> exactly what we should do go down All there right. and knock, you know walk in the door knock in there and say hey man we're coming oh. in to talk to you what are you doing for akron to promote the republican party yeah i would like to see these folks at least have a chance instead of just getting knocked in the dirt yeah because then it makes it really hard for somebody such as yourself or myself who may be interested further down the line to even run as a Republican. Absolutely. Because, Absolutely. you know, unfortunately, freaking Akron, you have to declare party. And honestly, I don't really want to declare party because I don't no. want somebody saying, you know, looking at me and judging me based on, you know, my party affiliation rather than the merits. Yeah, and absolutely. And many, many city councils are nonpartisan. I mean, this was actually something I had inquired about and was told that that was just not a possibility here in Akron. I mean, that's, I don't feel that it's not a possibility. But they don't want it to be a possibility. And that can, of course, always be fixed. Oh, of course it can. Because all you got to do is get a majority vote, put it right. on the ballot. Bam, yeah. there you go. Well, big enough tantrum, things will happen. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this all shakes out. Already. We're deciding between Ward 2 and Ward 10, my favorite uh, outcomes of this this election. This was best. Bye-bye, <laughs> so, yeah, Bruce Kilby. Don't let the door hit you. Hasta uh, yeah. vista. They came in dead last for the Democrats. I was extremely happy to hear that. Now, God willing, yep. he'll 
Akron just call it a day at this point because clearly Akron is done with him. So Phil Lombardo will be uh, representing the Democrats for Ward 2, and Todd Kleintop will be for the Republicans come, come uh, November. Yep. And you better produce or you're gone. Absolutely. And I don't believe that they had uh, anybody as an add-in. No, there's nobody who uh, jumped in as an independent last minute for Ward 2. So, yeah. So, cool. Kleintop and uh, Lombardo is who, who we're going to be seeing. All righty, then. What about Ward 3? What do we got in Ward 3? Ward 3, this was a done deal. We knew that. Yeah, like, totally. Akron U, who assisted at DeWine's campaign, will be uh, representing the Republicans. And again, Republican Party, come on, give this kid a hand. And, no kidding. Uh, yeah, and Margot Somerville will be representing the Democrats. Um, she's also council president. Again, I don't really, uh, Margot, I think, has done a really good job. You know, I, I, I guess what I'm saying here is I'd sure like to see Michael at least get to have a platform, have a say, have a presence of some sort, get get his name out there. You know, I mean, he may not make it this time, but maybe down the road he will. Right. Yep. Some guidance from his party to do that. Right. And it's all about, you know, party uh, support and presence. And right now, there just really isn't any. Exactly. It's sad. Anyway. Anywho. Ward 4. Uh, this was going to be a deciding vote. It was going to be. Uh, Russ Neal, as, as predicted, uh, took the vast majority of votes. So Janice Davis is out of this fight. However, uh, last possible minute, somebody named DeAndre Fournay filed an award for race as an independent. Um, he'll face the winner of that Democratic Party, Russ Neal, and he's run twice unsuccessfully for council. He was appointed to serve out the remainder of an unexpired term in 2017 after Plaskwellick was resigned, which set in motion a series of vacancies filled by a cascade of appointments. It's like one guy left and they just had to start filling posts madly. Yeah. Elected. So, you know, it makes me it makes me wonder, do other cities have such issues like this? Because it's like. Uh, you know, hey man, I I ran for Ward Two or Ward One, and I I failed miserably, so I moved to Ward Six, and now I'm running again. Yeah, like that, yeah. you know, yeah, they, I wonder if that's norm. Well, you know, maybe some of these folks are runners too. I mean, shoot, I mean, we've rented our house here in the Heights for 16 years, but a lot of people, you know, they rent, and the next time that their rent goes up, they move. So maybe that's part of it. True. Yeah. Good point. Anyhow, moving yep. on. Yep. Ward Five. Unfortunately, Tara Samples took this one. Um, Johnny Hanna, uh, he, I'm sorry, he, he, both people for four, Ward 5 were Democrats. Johnny Hanna popped in with his, his fabulous platform of he was going to be accessible. <laughs> Dude, if that's all it took, that's surprising. Yeah, I'm like, you know, okay, honey, you really needed some kind of some kind of more of a statement than that to do anything. I mean, you, Tara yeah. Samples serious you know street creds because she ran for lieutenant governor she's been on council for quite some time if you were going to go up against her you needed to come up with something better than i'm accessible yeah but here's the thing she had 511 votes and he had 359 i yeah, mean it, that's not yeah. too much far you know i mean yeah. in, in terms of akron voting that was not a bad turnout sure so i'm hoping that uh, johnny will give this another college try next time around <laughs> we'll see all right Ward six, this was uh, kind of a, a bit of a surprise. I actually thought Bob Hatch probably had a good chance carrying this. He did not. Yeah, that, uh, was, that was crazy. Yeah, it really was. Uh, this was one of the ones that the Democratic Party sent out a letter telling the members of that ward to please not vote for the Democrat that was the incumbent there. I thought that was sort of shocking. Well, and that was kind of like a Hail Mary move because you and I had spoke the week prior and I said, I bet it's Bob McKittrick. And you were like, no, nah, I think 
you know, or Brad McKittrick, and you were like, "Now nah, I think Bob Hawk's going to probably take it easy and come in, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. and then, and then like blast ditch effort, here comes the old Dems with their letter. And yeah. that must've been it, man. Cause like, yeah, I mean, cause you look letter- at his percentages and it's, they're, they're not off. Yeah, and I mean, I think that letter helped blast Kilby out, but the, the numbers in Kilby's race were so extreme. I mean, it was clear there was a lot of up there. I mean, he, he was not only just handed his hat, he had it thrown at him and the door shut behind him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, there, was, there was no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Bob Hotch here carried dead last. Uh, Brad McKittrick's going to be carrying Ward 6 uh, against uh, Jacqueline Williams. Yep. So, and again, uh, who is she? Not yeah. a clue. And she's, she's Republican. This is her first, she's first time candidate. She's a home health care aide. Uh, once again, you know, somebody else, the Republican Party needs to step up and give some support to. Yep, I agree. Because <laughs> I tried finding out information on a lot of these Republican candidates, you know, first time candidates, and I couldn't find Jack Squat Diddley. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, in this particular instance, Brad McKittrick, um, he had the uh, Democratic Party's endorsement. And I, be- I, I don't don't completely quote me on this one, but I think he also had the mayor's endorsement. Um, so he, Jacqueline's going to have to pull out some stops to have any kind of a showing here. Yeah. So it'll and, be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and I don't see any other independents who came hopping in uh, last minute for them. So that's good. Ward seven, this one I was really kind of glad about. I got pulled in last minute to some of the specifics of this, this race uh donnie camera against tammy cummings donnie took it he's the incumbent and i'm glad um another you know race of dirty tricks and it was ridiculous oh yeah there was a ton of stuff in the news yeah all kinds of crazy crazy alleged stuff going on (laughs) yeah but yeah tammy uh she got her hat handed to her too there's no surprise so that's a done deal donnie's gonna be uh their 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 councilman for another four years there was no republican running against him so that that's a done and in the books well and with uh you know listening to some of the stuff the comments that tammy cummings had to say on 330 to go i just thought yeah i don't know about this woman and you know just she'd been uh going to the school of dirty tricks that had been uh taught and tutored by the same folks that were running the dirty tricks uh for uh ward 10 and ward 2 and ward 5 same group of people that just enjoy playing with the akron taxpayer dollar and she would looks to me like that was the the kind of the goal here was to try and get in and and have yet another voice to that same school of thought now you sure you want me to record this because i just want to double check before we go off here now <laughs> I think that one's okay. I, I I was careful as to how I worded that. <laughs> so, alrighty. So we'll All see. Right. We'll see. We obviously looks like Donnie Kamer's probably going to be a shoe in for that. Yeah, this one you know looked like it was cut dry. They wound up with an independent last minute. So anyway, Shamus Malik, who had been who Marilyn Keith had endorsed to replace herself, the mayor mayor endorsed as well. He really just kind of. Oh my God, off. he like. Yeah took he took the the kitty and ran down the road (laughs) overwhelming votes for for shamus he's also a former assistant law director for the city of akron so he does have some political experience within the city so i mean he's not going into this utterly blind Blind. and i'd be curious to watch warning and see how this all shakes out just because you wonder how somebody like him is going to be able to come in and you know change some things and maybe you know bring a little professionalism to the whole you know city council thing so that'll be interesting 
that would be nice instead of you know what what you know looks to be you know either a snooze fest you know by several council members taking <laughs> times mm. or you know, arguing bickering back and forth yeah and, you know something that's kind of you know lifted out a romper room that would be exciting oh that was brutal anyways <laughs> oh, any rate so uh brad fortney for the republicans will be uh taking this one on uh you you won that one i'd bet on greg dunham with a street cred because he <laughs> uh and it for washington dc it didn't make it so yeah the cutie nah. really, uh took ward eight's uh, republican vote yep yep uh, yep Andrew, we now have a uh let's see who let's see, uh, we have a independent who popped in last minute is a realtor richard burroughs filed a who's this guy he he uh he ran and lost as an independent in Ward Four back in 2015. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, so they're they're gonna have this will be a three way thing for Ward Eight between Fortney, Shamus Malik, and now Richard Burroughs as an independent. So that's gonna be one to watch. Interesting. Absolutely. So all right, Ward Nine, which you know initially we 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 thought was going to be more interesting than it came out to be, and it's still somewhat slightly interesting. Um, Mike Freeman was the only person on the ballot running. Period. So I mean, he clearly ran away with that, took it. Yeah. But in the very last minute, uh, we ended up with a, another person coming in. Keith John Elrod filed for as an independent late Monday night. Um, he's tried to get enough signatures to be on the ballot, but he withdrew because he couldn't get enough ballots. So he bypassed the primary and he's going to face Freeman as an independent in uh, November. So it's going to be Mike Freeman against Keith John Elrod independent for, uh, for Ward 9. Man, that guy sounds a bit scrappy. It could be, uh, it could be interesting after all, eh? You know, that? I think it being very polarized, in my opinion. Oh uh, well, I guess only time will tell. But yeah, I, yeah. You know, I thought, you know, he seems pretty scrappy. He's like, you know what? If I can't get in this way, I'm gonna get in some other way, and something else is gonna happen. Absolutely. I mean, like, there's some great things happening down in Ward Nine. Some very definite stand on down there. So this could wind up being a, yeah. an interesting toe to toe. All right. And last but not least, our our, our home ward here. Oh but this was a what this a was win. a great night for win. Ward Ten. Absolutely night for Ward Ten. So happy. Um, Zach Milkovich once again came in dead last. The incumbent got handed his hat, kicked out the door. You're bye fired. bye, game So Ward Ten, our home ward boy, this was a great night for Ward Ten. I could not have been yep. more pleased. Incumbent Zach Milkovich not only got handed his hat, he got kicked out the door. You're fired. Game over. Wait, how does Trump say it? You're fired. Oh, best <laughs> night ever. So yeah, we're done with Zach. Uh, I'm certain we will see Heidner hair of him again until his term is up. Uh, Sharon Connor took this one. She has been with the Akron Civil Rights Commission, runs the right committee and works the Akron Public School. She's got a lot of public service under her belt. I think she would represent Ward 10 very well. Yep. I um, think anybody but Zach would Absolutely. represent Ward 10 very well. Put, you know, a hell of a good show in, and I am sure he's going to, you know, be continuing to be supportive and, and working hard for Ward 10 and, and the, the things that he wants to see happen here. He did a yeah. terrific Yep. So thank you and congrats to both of them. They, they put a great show on. They were, not only that, they were just great candidates. I mean, you know, I was at the polls Tuesday. They were out there themselves. They didn't have paid people out there like a mo. Zach had somebody paid out there too. And I'll tell you what, that really ticked me off. Somebody not even from this ward out there handing out literature who Karen and Jack had people out that were volunteering, handing out literature, standing out there with themselves. 
all day long. And then checking on the people that were at other polls, just making sure everybody was okay. So they ran a good, solid, clean race. Right. And and they were just very uh, professional with each other and very um, kind. And it was just, it was, it was, it was a good, clean race. Yeah, I'm really proud of both of them. I, I, I could not be more proud that, you know, we're, we're going to wind up with, with, with either one either one of them could have come. I'm pleased that, that we were able to, to get one of them ahead of Zach and, and get him out of here. So that was great. So it's going to be Sharon Connor for the Dems against Amy Allen for the Republicans. So that's what we're looking at. We did not wind up with any more independents. All righty then. So it looks like we have a very interesting summer coming up. Yeah, there'll be some heavy, hard candidates, uh, some you know campaigning going on here. You know, some of the, the wards to watch. It's going to be, I'm telling you, Ward 2 is going to be an interesting to watch. Yep. Um, I think Ward 4 is going to be an interesting one because of that independent who popped. And ward 3, just because we got Michael Downey you know, in here for his first time and he's a student, I'd like to see him do something. Uh, I think Ward 6, is if the Republicans can give Jacqueline Williams any kind of support whatsoever, she's going to at least, you know, it'll be interesting to watch and see how she does. Yep, I agree. Ward, yeah, Ward 8 going to be interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I Dude, I got my money. I got my money oh, yeah. on Brian Fortney. <laughs> oh, yeah, you money on the cutie pie. Okay. I, <laughs> I was just telling you, man, cute white guy. He's going to make it. Word <laughs> nine with the scrapper here of, of Keith John Elrod against Mike Freeman. Those are both the ones to watch this summer, folks. And oh. yeah, I'm thinking I need to haul our cookies down to the Republican uh, headquarters and go have a chat with them about seeing if they want to be interviewed on our, our fabulous show. Yeah, maybe we'll get them on there. Maybe we'll get some other people on here. That'd be kind of fun. That would be great. I'm gonna. We should see what we can do about that. If anybody out there is interested in joining us, we would love to have you. Absolutely. You can hit us up on Facebook because we on Facebook. And but yeah, if you any way you can contact us, you know us. Hit us up. Yeah. Absolutely. Give us so, a shout. All right, yep. guys. Talk with you next week. Good talking to you. It was a great, great week for for the city of Akron. Absolutely fabulous week for Akron. All right, guys. Take care. Bye. Peace. Loved this episode of Where the Rubber Hits the Road? Head over to Spotify to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you.